Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Pin Tool Podcast. My name is Al Wayman, owner of Creek Road Pottery in Laceyville, Pennsylvania, next to the cold Tuscarora Creek. Pull up your chair around the wheels. We discuss topics concerning the art and craft of pottery, good books, storytelling, marketing, and creating work that matters for folks who care. Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Pin Tool Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 4, and the podcast is now one year old. I was looking back in some of my data and my books that I keep, and I noticed that a year ago, on the 23rd of April, I started the Pin Tool Podcast as as a trial to see how things would go, and I said if two or three people would benefit from something I've experienced or said, then it would be worth it all. And quite a few of you have over 2,000 downloads, and I'm very happy about that. Um, I usually try to put out a podcast at least once a month, and it's been very enjoyable. And thanks to those of you who have gave me feedback and appreciated the show. And even if you didn't, Well, thanks for listening to a show you didn't like. So, uh, the water's been running cold here at the the, uh, Tuscarora Creek, and there's been a lot of rain. And it looks like rain will be coming down for the rest of the week, which isn't good, because I have a lot of pots to dry. I have two shows at the same time coming up, Uh, This weekend, on the weekend of May 6th, I'm going to be at the Valley of, um, it's called uh, the Valley for the Arts, and it's in Athens, PA, and I'm also going to be at the oldest house in Laceyville, Pennsylvania, for three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I have somebody taking the pots to the Athens show, so they're going to put up my vendor tent for the very first time. So that'll be really interesting. I I had an old screen tent that I've been using and it's five-sided and it's kind of hard to fit in a 10 by 10 and didn't look all that professional. So with the spring show money, I invested in a pretty decent vendor tent. So I'm going to practice with my wife setting it up. It's an easy up, and it should be okay to get into the few shows I do local for the year. I have a music festival coming up that I'm going to attend, so I'll get to try it myself there. So I wanted something that others could put up, so if people are helping me out and I'm collaborating, uh, it makes it easier to do. So, things have been busy. Um, I've been thinking about spring, and it's been raining and warm. The tulips are up, and the daffodils were blooming last week, and they look just gorgeous. I had some yellow ones come up and some white ones. If you go to my Facebook page, uh, you can see them bloom in there. They're they're beautiful. I'll, I'll post some images of them. Also... Uh, some crazy things have been happening, and we'll get into all of that 
in a bit about the crazy things. Um, I went to a show down in Scranton, Pennsylvania for a spring show. And it was really nice working with other vendors and setting up the pots. And a few of you came down and were kind enough. Some of you drove an hour to get a few things off me. And I really appreciate it. And it was fun being out in the public, seeing everybody and enjoying the day. I did make a few bucks and um, it was it was well worth the time just being out there. Sometimes it's not about the money. It's just about showing up, putting in the effort to show up. So this week's topic is going to be about when to quit or when not to quit. And we're going to be using Seth Godin's book, The Dip. Uh, and we're going to be talking about a few topics on that. And I think that a lot of times we end up coming up against challenges and asking ourselves if what we're doing is the right thing and if the journey we're on is the correct journey to be. So we're going to go over some of that. So... If you can, come on down to the studio with me and we'll make some mugs on the old treadle wheel. And we'll talk about how to get out of the dip, right? Or the dip or the swamp, whatever you might be in. And some questions that you can ask yourself that might motivate you to either change or to keep going. And, and I think that I'm going to be telling on myself quite a bit in this episode because this is all me. And friends, I'm not going to lie. I have a huge problem with procrastination. It's just been bad. I can work fine for other people. Uh, I can show up for other people. But friends, if I was to hire myself, I would have fired myself a long time ago for not showing up and not meeting expectations right so it's it's really hard sometimes sometimes we are fine showing up for our jobs and being professional and showing up for other people but when it comes to ourselves there's a lot of reasons why that happens um, i work a full-time job and there's plenty of excuses that i can hide behind and some of those aren't excuses some of those are legitimate reasons so right now, it is 12 a.m., and I'm recording this podcast. I screwed up my sleep schedule because I came off nights, 12-hour shifts at work, and I slept most of the day. So I'm going to be up, which may mess up my sleep schedule and work pattern for tomorrow. And friends, I have a lot of pots to throw. So let's go on down to the studio and bring your pin tool, and have a seat around the wheel, and we'll discuss the quagmire that sometimes you find yourself in. All right, I'll meet you down there. Greetings, friends. Slide in around the wheel here. Some of your friends can move down. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about the quagmire or the and uh, we're going to we're going to make some mugs. So while we're making mugs, let's go over a few things on just having a bad time and working through it. And I'm going to I'm going to go over a few bad things <laughs> that happened to me that were just terrible. And I'm sure that there's plenty of bad things to happen to you too. And if we add them all up, all the bad things to happen to everybody um, compared to other people, 
might be kind of small if you actually think about it. So that's one way we can make ourselves feel a little bit better uh, during bad times because misery likes company, but we shouldn't dwell on it a whole lot, but we should make plans on how we're gonna get out of the quagmire or out of the ditch, right? Because misery loves company and a lot of times that itself can bring you down and if you stay in the ditch and think yourself helpless and don't try digging yourself out, um, you, you, you'll always wonder what would have been like if you actually tried a little bit and dug down deep and did what you can. And sometimes you may need help doing that. And that's fine too, right? So what happened to me was some bad guys got into my Facebook business page, removed me as admin, and totally removed me from having access to the page, posting to the page, having access to the community of over 3,000 people. Now, some people have lost 40,000, 50,000 due to uh, their Facebook business pages being um, taken over by bad guys and, and hacked and things like that. So it is a common thing, and it's becoming more common. And I found that Facebook uh, wasn't all that helpful. And in the last couple of years, they've automated a lot of things to where you, you can't even uh, sometimes find a human to help you out. So I'm still working on getting that page back. And that was a huge setback. And it's going to take me a while to walk that off. Another thing was um, my loss of motivation. Um, after the spring show, I was just exhausted, and um, we had some upgrades happening at the job I work at, so we had to line out equipment and do a whole bunch of different things, so that was a change, and some of the work days were exhausting, and then coming home, and uh, I just didn't feel like making pots, friends, so showing up for myself was really hard, and when I lost motivation, I lost, I started uh, procrastinating right I just couldn't get excited about it and I kind of entered the dark forest of like Dante and the beginning where he's lost and probably one of the most inspiring books that I've read on the topic is by uh, Victor Frankl Man's Search for Meaning where he says you need to map out a journey and place a destination on the map and work to go there and I had no destination I knew I had a few shows coming up but usually I try to do different themes and I didn't even have time to think it through a whole lot and unfortunately I think I made a bunch of lazy pots now they came out fairly decent to folks who bought them and uh, but to me uh, I could have pushed myself a little bit more had I did better planning right so we're going to talk about the dip and i'm going to read a section of seth godin's book the dip a little book that teaches you when to quit and when to stick by seth godin so here's on page 28 um, the reason why we're here if i could offer just one piece of inspiration it's this the dip is the reason you're here whether you're lifting weights or negotiating a sale or applying for a job 
or lunging for a tennis ball, you've made the huge investment. You've invested time, money, and effort to get to this moment. You've acquired the equipment and the education and the reputation, all so you can confront this dip right now. The dip is the reason you're here. It's not enough to survive your way through the dip. You get what you deserve when you embrace the dip and treat it like an opportunity that it really is. So I wanted to stop here and talk about that because a lot of times we may face huge issues and I know I have. And it's good to turn around and look back and see how far you've come and how much investment you put into getting as far as you did. And sometimes we're always looking ahead to the next thing and to the next place on the map. But we never look back and take time to really appreciate all the effort and time that we put into getting as far as we did on the journey. So whether it's buying equipment or education or learning new things or messing up, there's a lot of times that we can start beating ourselves up and being very hard on ourselves by forgetting to look back and celebrating the small wins, right? So to me, throwing a mug on the, on the wheel, being able to put it through all the processes, have it come out of the kiln in one piece is still amazing to me. Even though I, I can do it fairly easy, it's still amazing because you took the time to buy the kilns and to buy the wheel and to maybe buy your slab roller or do hand building or whatnot. You put in the time to do it. And whether you're a professional at it or you're just a hobbyist, um, you did put in a lot of work and effort. And you are a potter because potters pot and runners run writers write and potters pot so maybe go easy on yourself and appreciate all the work that you put in it into uh, what you're doing and take time to look back I had to do that I had to get out my book and I had to reassess my goals for the year I had to do my yearly goals, my five-year goals, 10-year goals, and reassess even this podcast and the writings that I do for my blog and how what I'm going to do with the website. And after I lost the Facebook page, do I really want to go back to Facebook? And maybe, maybe being losing that page uh, will push push me to get off Facebook and try something else, right? So if I see it as an opportunity, rather than just sit and cry about it with my violins, um, maybe I can do better, right? Okay, so now on page 28, he talks about uh, diversification. When faced with a dip, many individuals and organizations diversify. If you can't get to the next level, The thinking goes, invest your energy in learning to do something else. This leads to record labels with thousands of artists instead of focused promotion for just a few. It leads to job seekers who can demonstrate competency 
at a dozen tasks instead of mastery of one. Hardworking, motivated people find diversification as a natural outlet for their energy and drive. Diversification feels like the right thing to do. Enter a new market, apply for a new job in a new era, area, start a new sport, who knows? This might be the one. And yet, the real success goes to those who obsess. The focus that leads you through the dip to the other side is rewarded by a marketplace in search of the rest, the best in the world. A woodpecker can tap 20 times on a thousand trees and get nowhere, but stay busy. Or he can tap 20,000 times on one tree and get dinner. Before you enter a new market, consider what would happen if you managed to get through the dip and win in the market you're already in. So I want to talk about that because a lot of times when we, when we try to diversify, we fail to really concentrate on the thing we're actually good at, right? Because maybe we diversify out of fear. Now, diversification is good because, especially when you're selling, um, when I lost the website, I only probably lost a third of the revenue because I did diversify and I had a website already set up. So after I lose the uh, Facebook page, I already have a storefront set up and was testing it and was using it. And people do know to go there to find me. So that was a good thing. So their diversification was was um, a good thing. But Potter's Pot, right? I don't know if I want to be a writer. I write a little bit, but I think I, I want to make better pots than I want to make better writings. I want to make better pods than I want to make better podcasts. That's why I don't put a whole lot into this project um, because I believe that I need to spend more time with the process of pottery than I do with the process of podcasting. So when you spread yourself too thin, um, you can get overwhelmed and you can get mediocre at a lot of things rather than getting really good at a few things. And practice don't make perfect. Practice makes better. And sometimes done is better than perfect. So I think that once you focus in and pick one thing that you'd like to do for a bit, see how it goes. Not everything needs to be all or nothing. And, and that's what I kind of had to understand for myself because I, for a long time, was thinking all or nothing. And that's not true. Um, one time I didn't get that kiln fired out. But when I woke up, friends, the sun still came up and it was still a nice day. So, continuing on. Here's Seth Godin on page 30. And we're going to talk about a few more things here. Most people are afraid to quit. It's easier to be mediocre than to confront reality and quit. Quitting is difficult. Quitting requires you to acknowledge that you're never going to be number one in the world, at least not at this. So it's easier to just put it off, not admit it, 
and settle for mediocre. And that is a waste. So, as I was saying earlier, I believe that by me procrastinating and putting things off, I made a lot of mediocre work, friends. Like, I I could do so much better. And so I think in the coming year, I'm going to try to do that. So, at this point, I want to talk about finding out if you're in a ditch or if you went over the cliff. So, you can drive out of a ditch and you can work your way out of a ditch. But if you went over the edge, um, there's no coming back and you might want to try doing something else. So they say that people nowadays, I think, have up to three different careers that they've changed to in their lives. A long time ago, people only did like one thing for 20, 30 years and retired. But now people change two or three, maybe four times and work only four or five years at a single job before they go on to something else. But what's also more popular now is people are getting hired for what they're known for and their accomplishments rather than a resume and a pile of 3,000 other people, right? So it's a lot of networking. So by honing in on the skill, you end up helping yourself out in some ways. So just try that thing. Try, say for six months, honing in on a thing that you want to get better at and devoting yourself to that and see what happens. Hopefully, um, things will turn around for you and you can dig yourself out of that ditch. So another thing I wanted to talk about is focus on your process rather than the outcome. And a lot of times if you're in these dips, you have limitations, whether it's financial limitations, whether it's time limitations, but use those uh, limitations to your advantage. And a lot of times you can make better work by doing that. So if you've always used this blue glaze, try using green this time, right? If you've only done high firing, try some low fire pots or Raku. If you've spent weeks and weeks on one project, spend 10 days making 20 things and see how that goes. So all I'm saying is that just because there are limitations and that just because there are limitations of the ditch, there are still things that you can do inside that ditch as you work your way out, right? You can clean the ditch while you're down there. Make that the best ditch that you've ever been in. (laughs) So, I think that's about it, friends. So keep shipping the work, right? And do your best. If you need the change, go ahead. It's okay if you need to take on a part-time job just to keep doing your artwork and and to pay the bills. Nothing wrong with that. I I work full-time and actually, A lot of times, if you supplement your artwork, you can do what you want because you're not depending on your artwork to support you. You can make better choices and choose what you'd like to make. Um, A lot of times, potters who are professional potters um, who show up and have to show up every day to pay the bills, they end up making things that they may not like because they know it sells 
And a lot of times what sells isn't your best work, right? Because we make mugs nonstop, bowls nonstop, because we know they sell and people collect them. And those things that you may dislike making or make as a routine task end up supplementing all the things that you want to be creative with. So if you replace that with a job, um, maybe your quality of life will be better. And maybe that's a positive thing that you need to to look at. So don't be scared. And, and like I'm saying, there's different grades to a potter. You're still a potter if you work pottery part-time. You're still a potter if you're a hobby potter. You're a potter if you're a professional potter. There's different different grades to it. A professional potter, he shows up every day like a plumber, and he doesn't really have a choice too much on what pipes he might unclog or connect. He he shows up, he he does what he needs to do to get paid for it. Um, if you're a part-time potter, you have a job, maybe you, you get to choose a little bit on what kind of customers you want to plumb pipes for, <laughs> using the pipe analogy still, or you get to choose what kind of pots you want to make. Or if you're a hobby potter, you're just doing it for fun on the weekend because you just want to relax, that's okay too, right? So keep doing what you're doing, friends, and uh, hopefully uh, you can dig yourself out of the ditch. I know I'm going to be trying to dig myself out of the ditch. Losing the Facebook business page is going to take a long time to walk off, but I can only cry about it so long and have the violins follow me around for so long. But I feel that I need to make a turn for the better now and try to dig myself out of this because I have I have an urge to uh, to make and fire those kilns again. And I'm going to be interested in that process. I don't care how the pots come out. I know I'm going to be firing that kiln. And I'm going to take some chances. Maybe some things will work. Maybe some things won't. But a lot of times, it's the journey that's far more fulfilling than the end result or the destination. So take care, friends. Be well. And hopefully you enjoyed this. Give me a shout out if you can and say hello and stop by the website at creekroadpottery.com and say hello shoot me an email and let me know what you think do you agree with it or don't you follow and share i'm on youtube creek road pottery so it's been a pleasure this last year um, making these podcasts as a little side hobby and where I can document my thoughts and maybe maybe one or you two one or two of you out there in some way will be helped by this so take care of yourselves and each other and happy potting